It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Do you read? I read all the time. Okay, name a book. It's okay, there aren't that many books. Consequence Podcast Network. I've never read this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you and Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here and checking out the series. Uh, I do hope you'll hit that subscribe button. I do three interviews every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, sometimes even more than that. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover the new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It's Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And that's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, I got a pair of guests, Bowen Yang and Teresa Shaw. We're going to be talking about season three of Nora from Queens. Uh, it's the Comedy Central series, you know, that uh, that follows Aquafina and her fictionalized family as they uh, they continue to find meaning and direction. Of course, usually nobody really has their life together, uh, but uh, but that's that's kind of where we start. Uh, you know, the season two uh, it really ended with the pandemic, and and so how are they going to come out through it? You know, there was this idea that we were all going to. Like be better people, and it doesn't seem like that's the case with the uh, with the family here. So, uh, so going to talk with Xiao, who co-created the series with Aquafina. Uh, she's going to tell us about uh, where what story they wanted to tell with season three, and while we're here now, Bowen Yang, who you of course know from uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, he's, uh, he plays the character Edmund, uh, that's, uh, that's Nora's cousin. Uh, he's been on his own journey, in fact, finally finds a little bit of fame, uh, with being an actor just in time to have an identity crisis. So we're gonna get into that, how that might reflect, uh, Bowen's own life a little bit more than the seasons prior to this one. I'll ask about how, uh, you know, playing so many characters between the shows that he does and the cameos that he does and, of course, Saturday Night Live, uh, if there's any overlap with the characters. Uh, and and we're gonna dive into some of the uh, the, the the guest cameos that happened this season, and there's so many. Uh, some of my favorites include uh, Janine Garofalo popping up, but also Michael Bolton, who has a bit of a reoccurring character. Yes, yes, the the singer, the musician, Michael Bolton. Uh, so we're definitely going to ask about that, and uh, and why after some Bjork references did did we not get a, at least a cameo from Bjork, and also. Weed is now legal in New York, and that pops up in a very specific episode this season, so we're going to get into that, and uh, Nora maybe being, as Bowen says, the uh, the uh, perfect stoner comedy. So let's do this. We're jumping into season three of Nora from Queens. It's Bowen Yang and Teresa Chow. Hey. Hey. Pleasure to meet you both. Uh, let me tell you how much fun I've had watching the whole series, but especially this season. Everything, we got to get a little bit weirder. A little bit more out there. It's been so much fun. So I'll just throw the congrats at you both right off the beginning. Thanks Thank so much. You. 
Uh, Teresa, I'll start with you. When we begin here, the family is not in a great place. <laughs> uh, most people aren't in a great place on this one. What is the story you wanted to tell getting into season three? Yeah, you know, I, I think after all that, you know, the whole country has been through, it's like it feels like we start at a really real place with the family of like they're still trying to figure things out things have not gone at least for everyone else except for Edmund things really haven't gone the way that they expected it to and you know it really was like grounding everyone in real life of just like where is everyone going and kind of like what are we what what what's the plan for you know the our lives and I think everyone still doesn't really know and I think that's that's okay I think there was that sense that uh, out of the out of the pandemic, out of the lockdown, that we were all going to come out better people. And uh, I think this is kind of the reflection that shows us that that didn't really happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Bowen, uh, as, as Teresa mentioned here, uh, Edmund does, however, get to live a bit of his dream with acting success, although immediately has an identity crisis on top right. of that. How did you want to play Edmund this round? Because uh, there is some character development. There is some cluelessness still but but it, it's further than that right definitely and i would even i would even argue that he starts out the season and probably not like on a similar level to everyone else where he you know might outwardly appear to be successful and happy and fulfilled but there are these pretty gaping holes in his in his sort of sense of self and his sense of fulfillment and his sense of happiness like all those things that i said might outwardly seem to be true but um I, I truly think that this was a season that I got to really ground the Edmund performance in something that I could really easily access, access in my own life where, um, you know, I've never, you know, in prior seasons, I've never had to, I've never undergone like a college admission scandal. I've never, you know, been humiliated at my work in, in that aspect. Um, I'd certainly auditioned and had bad auditions, but in this season, I got to really, in a very concurrent way, be like, oh, I'm you know, I'm a working actor right now, but I'm also like, I do have these identity questions. I do have these sort of concerns about, am I filling a hole in my life with gratuitous, you know, meetings with people that like, I, I would never see again. Like, you know, that was a very relatable thing. And so um, it was a very, very personal way of going into Edmund this season that I found very refreshing and different. Do you find that that, that helps you solve any of those problems, Get, getting to act it out I in this honestly, way? Yeah, I honestly think so, because I feel like since we wrapped, like I've really kind of been more like, let me just let me just work on myself. Let me just not. I probably won't find anything to not that I've been like, you know, putting myself out there too much. But I'm just like, I don't think I, I think like the way Edmund works it out is pretty. It's a pretty good model for myself where I'm like, maybe I get to just like chill and be a real person for a little bit and just focus on one thing. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them 
work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Bowen Yang and Teresa Shao. Yeah, and, and maybe this isn't the right, you know, um, not on the personal side, I guess is what I'm saying. But, you know, when you've got characters, when, when you play so many characters and, you know, talking about SNL to, to everything that you do, do you find that you want to keep them separated? I mean, is there ever so much happening that you start seeing the overlap? Oh, I mean, sure. I, I'm probably still like a dilettante when it comes to acting, when it comes to like these roles that I have to stay with for a long time. Where yes, and I get to just sort of dip in and out. I never have to think about motivation or character arcs or anything. But with um with Nora and with other stuff I've done, I'm like, oh, I really have to like kind of find an entry point into these people. And um, you know. I feel like you do have to live on some level. Your body doesn't really know the difference between what's fiction and what's not. And so it kind of, you do learn to sort of modulate that a little bit um, and separate those things. Uh, we got some great guest stars on this season as well. Uh, Teresa, uh, well, I'm just picking out a couple here. Michael Bolton, especially having him. Yes. <laughs> Is it one of these things like you have the wish list or do you have the scene later? And then when you have somebody on like that, I mean... I know we don't get to hear him sing in the in the show, but are there at least some musical moments off camera? Oh, well, he he actually does sing in the show. Um, but it was funny because in um in in the script, essentially, we had thought it would be really fun to have, you know, a character that's working at this music store be a big time superstar. And we had written, you know, think Michael Bolton, basically in, in parenthetical as to this character named Kevin, who is just kind of like this unassuming employee <laughs> at the store. And we just, we never really expected that Michael Bolton would say yes to this, but actually went out there and he said yes. And to his credit, he was so lovely. He was incredible. He came in, he, you know, just did a great job in his scenes. Uh, he came back for uh, for one of the the last episodes as well. And um, and then he does, he does actually sing in the show. So it's really, that was quite a treat to be able to see that. And and as far as the musicians go, I mean, you go to Iceland. There are Bjork references. Did was, is this the, if you build it, they will come to? You, I mean, did you reach out at least? Was that part of it? To Bjork? Yes. We oh didn't reach God. out to Bjork. I don't think. 
That would have yeah. been amazing. That would have that been, been amazing. She's a wonderful actor. She would have been great. She would have been great. I feel like that's a missed. I would. I'm a missed huge opportunity. Fan. Yeah, for right. Sure. I'm a huge Bjork fan. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll quickly say this. I know I'm up at the o'clock, but uh, one of the other characters, Weed, becomes a part of this season as well as it's legal <laughs> in New York. And there's so much of I don't know what's real and what's not ever in in this show. For you all both to play around with that, I mean, what what does that mean to your job? Because these fantasy sequence, reality, not reality. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like, I mean, I'll, I'll let Teresa speak to this, but I, I think it is the perfect, it is the perfect stoner comedy as, 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 as a light stoner myself. Yeah, I think it's a blend of, you know, you have these real moments, obviously, that are really grounded. And I think just to be able to play in those more insane, fantastical elements, but I mean... I think especially now all of us knowing Lori Tanchin and like the absolute badass that she is, it's like, oh yeah, of course that grandma would start a weed empire. Like I, I can see that absolutely. So um, just being able to like have the license to play with that um, in this world has always been so fun. Well, I absolutely love what you all do and I'm so grateful for this show and how it ends up is so mind-blowingly fun. I cannot wait to see if uh, if you find a ways to go further down this rabbit hole as well. Uh, thank you both for what you're doing and uh, thank you both for taking the time to talk about it. Thanks, Kyle. Bye. My thanks to Bowen and Teresa. Season three of Nora from Queens is on Comedy Central. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. Again, I do hope you'll hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around. You'll get uh, at least three new interviews every single week, a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Come hang out with me over there. Uh, Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social medias. That's uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all three of them. My address is at Kyle Meredith, so I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition of Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Sexy, fit singles live in the house, do challenges. Whoever blows up their palm tree first wins. Yes, bitch! Is she using her ass? Genius! It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media.